Welcome to Keeping Up With Katie, the podcast that covers pop culture, relationships and kids. I'm Katie Griffin and I'm joined by a new birthday boy, Maddie Griff. New birthday boy. Well, what was your birthday during the week? Dear do it. What's that? It's uh, for our Irish listeners. Oh, okay. I think it's Gaelic. Hopefully, it's all right. Sure. I should listen to more YouTube following, uh, YouTube Mm. tutorials, but yeah, that's a stab. Sure. Uh, Where are we at the moment? We're Coles Bay. So, for those new listeners, the Griffo family are on a month-long trip around Tasmania, and we've been travelling for just over a week now. How Mm. do you find that it's going? Well, I've got a few questions to ask. (laughs) We're a week in. (laughs) Yeah. And we've been lugging around a shopping bag full of like... Um, <laughs> this well, is the shoes, isn't it? No, no. Well, there, there's, there's that. There's <laughs> Katie decided to bring 40 pairs of Willow shoes along with us. She likes choices. She's, she's like worn, She's worn two the whole time. I know. I need to learn that by giving her less choices, it's actually easier for her. But that, that's, not, okay. that's not what's... The, the beauty products, you've got a shopping bag full. Like, it's overflowing. Oh like, you can't actually fit them all into that shopping bag. Okay. Okay. Matt. So, my question is, <laughs> when in this trip were you planning to do <laughs> fake tan <laughs> when you've got hair growing on your legs at the minute? <laughs> so, that's my question to you. Okay. You've sprung this on me. No prior warning. And I wasn't... This wasn't on the rundown that I slave over. You... Okay. Can I... What your toiletry bag consists of? What toothbrush, deodorant, toothpaste, hair product, one hair product. Yep. Am I right? Yeah. Mine. I have my shampoo and my conditioner. Exactly. So that's a, another point I need to get to. That's a rookie move when you're travelling around. We're staying at caravan parks. They provide a little free one. I know, but it's not good quality. Yeah. Stuff. It's free. But my locks need good stuff. I that, don't... This is silly. This is so silly. The female listeners, I've got a predominantly female base, and they will understand that you can't just use any run-of-the-mill shitty shampoo on your on your locks. Okay, so you've got a shampoo. I've and got shampoo con- and conditioner for a month. All right, so that's at least say I I don't wash I don't want. Hey, let's move on. I'm, okay, I'm shampoo and conditioner, that. deodorant, and then there are quite a few bows for the girls. So bows, headbands, hair accessories. Let's call them. Mm. <laughs> And then I've got toothbrush, toothpaste, toothbrush and toothpaste for Willow. So, I carry that as well. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. It's a big one. <laughs> I do have fake tan. I don't know why that's in there. But then I've got mousse for my hair. I've got dry when shampoo. Do you use that? I use mousse after I wash my hair. Then I use dry, sam- ja- dry shampoo. What else is in there? Too much. I think there's a few other things. Mosquito insect repellent. Didn't bring that today. Could have come in real handy. It could have come in handy today. But yeah, so you're you're saying I'm lugging around and I've also got sunscreen. Who thinks of that? Who packed all that shit? Me. Hey, no swearing on the pod. Well, kids have gone to bed. I can do what I want. I do understand that we are lugging around quite... They look like they're all a lot of toiletries, but it's all stuff we need. I don't... I need soap. I've got soap in there. Don't think so. Mm, Any other things you want to bring up? The uh-huh. shoes. That's yeah. Shoes, we've done the that. The gripe, yeah. No, no. Okay, well, while we're on gripes then. All right. This, are you turning this to Katie's gripe? <laughs> no, 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 no. We, so, we've been, we had four days in Derby, which oh, informed the listeners what Derby is. Heaven. It's uh, the, the top mountain biking capital of Tasmania. Australia. Australia. 
I would say. So what did the fam? What was what was there for the fam to do while Matt Maddie Griff was on the on the trails? So there were walks. Mm. Um, there were cafes they could see. What time did they close? Three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Everything in the town shut up shop at three o'clock. Um, there was gem hunting. Okay, well, we did none of that. One day I got extremely resentful of you. I've realized that parenting is really just resentment on a daily basis. And that's why we're only having two kids. <laughs> Stop the resentment. <laughs> um, I do like that we're, so we're, yeah, like I said, about 10 days in now. And I feel like Sonny's finally starting to bond with you. <laughs> finally well, starting to recognize you. Well, we listened to a pod the other day and I took some tips off it. So, I've been <laughs> cradling her in my arms, feeding her ice cream. We should take out this. We listened to an interesting podcast, This American Life, which was about attachment and um, and a boy that had spent his first seven and a half years in a Romanian orphanage and then came, got adopted by a, an American family and basically hated his parents for like five years, the next five years of his life. And they did this intense attachment therapy to get him to love them. And they, as a 13-year-old boy, they had to cradle him in their arms and feed him ice cream. So, the only thing Matt took out of this whole podcast- While staring into his eyes. While staring into his eyes. So, the only thing Matt took out of this podcast was that he needs to feed our daughter's ice cream more often. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I do, do find she finally knows who you are because she probably didn't. <laughs> well, she's, we still don't know who her dad is, so. Yeah, well, there's a few it could be. Um, a few. Your birthday. How did you enjoy your birthday? Big 3-3? Three, three? Uh, well, like I said, we were in heaven for three days, three days of mountain biking, and then, yeah, had a good day, loved it. And this week, we've been knee-deep in the AFL, the ultimate footy draft, we're both in the same league, I'm <laughs> <laughs> is, footy starts this week. Is this topic appealing to your fans? I don't know, but I just want everyone to know I'm a massive AFL fan, so that's starting this week, I'm so excited. Big D's fan she is. No, 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 no. Are you missing anything while we're away from home? No. You're not? Nope. I am. I miss the the predictability and <laughs> no, I do. I miss the routine well, and predictability of everyday life. I know that goes for you. You love that, but yeah. no, I don't have any ambition of going home. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to. I know at some stage, but you know, I I'm not thinking about it. I'm okay. enjoying myself immensely. Call, we just got get a call from our neighbour, one of the Airbnb guests, and he called them pigs. He said they were pigs. So now I'm like super anxious about that. I'm really interested. To, apparently, there was a dinner plate thrown. tossed in his front yard, and they kept parking over his driveway. They got home late. But you know, there could be our dinner plates, unless he means just no, he like said a paper plate. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think. Don't now I'm like really anxious that we've had these feral people staying there. But I could tell they were pigs. Anyway, I'm really angry about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think they're ruining our house? Uh, it's probably, probably need trashed. a demo. Probably trashed. Um, today I want to talk about the university scandal that everyone's talking about. I also want to talk about race and kids and also about dieting. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go with that. News broke last week of the college admissions scam where US parents were caught paying up reports of up to $6 million to bribe their children's way into elite colleges. Um, over 50 people were charged with two of the most well-known being Lori Loughlin. People calling her Lori Loughlin, Lori Loughlin. I'm going to go Loughlin. I like the, the Loughlin. Anyway, Lori Loughlin from Full House and Felicity Huffman from Desperate Housewives, who is the wife of William H. Macy. And funnily enough, Lori Loughlin is actually married to the creator of Mossimo. So they're extremely wealthy. You know the brand Mossimo? Yeah, I always thought it was Australian. Yeah. No, no, no. 
And the parents were allegedly caught bribing officials, getting other people to take their admissions tests and photoshopping their children's faces onto other people's bodies to make them look like athletes. Um, uh, the it, it came through this one guy. His name was – it was like Rick. This one guy who owned the key admissions – it was like a coaching company. I think his name was Rick Driver. And – he sort of had hands in a number of different areas and he could bribe certain coaches to get them to admit them onto their team. And anyway, it was this whole big, whole big scandal. And it was the, the justice department has called it the biggest college admission scandal it has ever prosecuted. Um, we listened to an interesting podcast about this, which revealed that the re so how this all got found out was that one person, one of the guys implicated in the scam was actually getting um, investigated about something else. And then he gave a tip to the FBI to reduce his sentence on that other charge. And then um, the, person at the 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 actual person charged with racketeering and the scam who organized this whole scam he wore a wire and then went back to talk to the parents that he had uh worked with i guess that had hired him to coach their kids and wore a wire so then he was able to his snitch yeah he snitched essentially and got everyone else involved um and then since then there's also been parents have filed a class action against the people named in the suit for 500 billion dollars literally literally to saying you prevented my children getting into college. Anyway, so um, do you think that university is the only path to career success? No. Why is that? I'm pretty sure the studies show that it's uh, it only helps, uh, what do you call it, lower-income people. So it helps the lower class become middle class, but doesn't Correct. really have any real benefit to the long-term career. Correct. Um, I guess money only potential for middle class already. The interesting thing for me is that um, what is this actually teaching their children? It for Like when I think about it, I'm like, okay, so it's teaching these already rich offspring that they their parents are going to fix anything with money, right? So – how does that promote hard work? How does it encourage them to actually do like they they're not going to be able to bribe uh, an employer to get them to have a job, right? Yeah. So where does that where does what's the end game? That gets them into college, but so what? What happens next? Like, well, it's for them. It's not about the education. It's about the status. Do you think so? Yes. Yeah. I was um like it's you can't expect to have a brat. And then send them to some college, and that they're going to straighten out and become number one scientist in the US. Or- yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it probably does a disservice to them long term in their career because they're going to get to college, they're going to find out, okay, well, I'm not as academically um, like gifted as the rest of the people in my class with my peers, so they're really going to feel like failures, have shame about that, and then realize that they can't keep up because they're in a course that is too that they don't have the ability to complete or they have no interest in completing because they had no desire to go to college. What's I I do agree with you that it's really just a status thing for the parents to say, oh, my kids are going to college. Yeah. And it, it got me thinking because I did quite well in high school and I'm sure that that would have been something that my parents took a lot of pride in, right? And you always have like there's a natural competitiveness, I think, that comes out when you have when you have kids that you want them to be you always think that they're going to they're the 
the smartest and the best. And, you know, you have, you look at your own kids, you can look at your own kids with rose colored glasses because you love them so much. I think that's only natural. Do you, do you agree with that or not really? Yeah. I'm not saying we think of them. I thought you were getting to a point there. No, I I am, but you looks really confused. No, I'm just very tired. (laughs) (laughs) So we can tend to look at our kids with rose colored glasses. What was my point with that? Are you tired too? Mm. I don't know if this is going to be a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it got me thinking whether when it t- comes time for our children to decide whether they want to go to university, I think it's a pretty standard path that kids these days will go to school and then go to university, right? Do you think that you'll get any pride or get any satisfaction from our kids going to university? Or will, will you think that any less than if they decide not to? No, I think the system's broken. That's rubbish. That from the for in Australia, from year ten, you're meant to choose what you want to be when you're an adult. Mm. It's a ridiculous system because you get specialised in year eleven and twelve to do subjects to build you towards what you're doing at university. Like in year ten, I wanted to drink five Woodstocks and try and make out with a chick. I didn't, I didn't give a stuff <laughs> What's about. What's changed, babe? Well, I didn't give a stuff about what yeah, I was doing. I like it's a, broken, it's a lot of pressure. It's a broken system. It should just be generic all the way through high school. And then at the end, that's when you, you specialized. Even university, the first year should be a general topic and then you specialize. I so. think there is a lot of, and I spoke about this a little bit on a, on a past episode of the podcast, but I, I think it is a lot of pressure to, at, a, at 16 to say, this is what you're going to do with the rest of your life. And especially in this generation, the jobs and careers that our kids are going to be doing haven't been created yet. They're not around. We don't know what they're going to be. So how can we send them to school and then say, you need to go and study this, especially in a field like digital marketing or something that I'm in, what you learn four years ago in the first year of your degree is obsolete essentially. Yeah. So, and then you've, you're lumped with a $25,000 debt from that. Yeah. Especially in America where the system's even, I think even more broken in terms of debt. A lot of people never pay off their college loans. I guess it just makes me angry that the wealthy are getting their kids into university just as a status symbol, just as saying like, yeah, my kid went to uni. And one of the the children, Laurie Laughlin's daughter, she's a blogger, YouTube blogger. She's got like every million followers on Instagram. And she in she released videos saying like, oh, I don't even know if I'm going to go to college. Like, uh, like while she was in, while she was admitted in the dorm, she's like, you know, I've got a lot of work on. I don't know if I'll go to the tutorials. I'm really just here for the partying and that. It's like, I, I just think it's just a, it just says a lot about the wealth and the elite in people have money. They can throw money at problems, but what does that actually teach your kids about solving problems and hard work and getting into university and getting a job and. Their kids are doomed. Yeah. I just think They've, what a horrible thing. Yeah. What a horrible thing to do. And I'm sure it was done in the best – the parents did it in the best intentions. Like, oh, I've done this really great thing for the kid. But no, y- I don't kid think, can't do I don't, it. I don't think it was the best intentions do at all. Think? It was all selfish intentions. Willow has recently been asking a lot about different ethnicities and she's starting to notice that not everyone looks the same. She's sort of questioning this with me quite a bit and I brought it up to you. She hadn't really started – a four-year-old, by the way. A four-year-old, yes, yeah, sorry. Four-year-old. Um, we have friends of different backgrounds, so she's also starting to ask why, you know, our friend has different skin colour and what sort of things this means. And and I wanted to do some research before fully 
talking to her about it to make sure I'm giving her the best, the adequate explanation and equip myself with some resources as well. So I've hired a lot of books from the library that this is before we went away, obviously, that talk about different skin colors and different race. And because it, it got me thinking that I really never, that topic was never brought up to me when I was younger. I, it was never articulated. I, I can't even remember being talk, spoken about. Like we always, I went to a really multicultural school for primary school. I don't know. I don't know whether I asked questions about that when I was younger. Can you remember? No. Yeah. Anyway, so Willow's asking a lot of questions like that. So I want to make sure that she has the language to speak sensitively about it. And also we do too. I know you're looking really tired, but let's just power on. <laughs> so Sasha Ferris, a writer at Raising Race Conscious Children, says it's perfectly fine to use black and white descriptors when describing people. For example, she's the black third grade teacher. Don't shy away from using those terms yep. as long as they're in respect, a respectful context. And it's also important to teach our kids not to point or stare, but encourage them that talking about race is okay. And we definitely encourage it. Also making sure that we are asking people of colour or different backgrounds how how they prefer to be identified. So if she's talking about someone, we then just say to that person, how would you like Willow to refer to you? Or what's the best way... How, what's the best way you like to be described as? Because some people like people of person of colour, some people like black, some people like Aboriginal. You know, it should be their choice what they want to be described as. Yep. And also, so people often say, like, we don't see colour and think that's the right thing to say. But that's actually not the right thing because not seeing colour means we're not talking about it or acknowledging it and we're pretending that there's not these inbuilt biases in society and discrimination yep. when we should be acknowledging that and saying there are... Like, we should be acknowledging history and and it also diminishes the fact that there's a reality that sometimes people aren't given a fair go in life because of their race. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Continue. What? That's all. Oh, okay. No, I, I just think that they're good things that... No, she's a good good author. Yeah. Pat on the back for her. Good on you for finding her. What's, no, it's what's good. so funny today? No, it's a good moral lesson, babe. Okay. You're informing the, your listeners. Yeah, well, I think it's... A lot of, I'm sure a lot of people have kids and... And don't know how to go about it. You've yeah, done, you've I done well. You've yeah. done a service to your listeners. I'm okay. You, you're really making me feel bad about myself here. Yeah. A mum encouraged her daughter who was 10 at the time to get to the gym so that she could lose her puppy fat, saying they focused on looking great for a holiday in Florida. They've been going to the gym for about six years together and her daughter is now 16. What do you think? I'm all for encouraging her to do exercise, but... To try and sculpt yourself at 10 years old for a family holiday is pretty disgusting. Yeah, so she said we had the goal in mind of there was a family holiday that we wanted to look bikini body ready for. Yeah, so that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> that mum should be shot. Babe, that's that's outrageous. You that's shouldn't say that. True. I think it's... Like, I think that oh, she's... A, yeah. hey, the, the concept's awesome that you go mm. to the gym with your mum and stuff like that. But it, when it's... When you're building it all on body image, that's when you're going to fall apart, especially at that age. 10 years old, that's like so impressionable and yeah. she's going to be obsessed with that now for the rest of her life. That's true. So, what if that say if that was um, one of our children, you'd prefer it to be like let's – so we can feel healthy and we can go for runs and we exactly. can be strong and rather than we can look good. Yeah. Okay. So, you're all for having exercise and health. Exercise with family is fun. That's good. I like that. We went on a family hike today. Yep. That was good. Willow fell over about 10 times yep. and I got a little bit angry at you. Very angry at me. Because <laughs> she skinned her knees really badly. Yeah. Well, and you were not taking care of it. She'll learn. Oh, my God. That drives me nuts when you say that. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. In January, an article on the Washington Post, I promise, babe, we're nearly done. It's a short episode today. Okay. In January, an article on the Washington Post went viral after writer Chrissy Tate said she won't stop writing about her daughter even after she asked her to. It all came about because Wait, she- Wait, her daughter stopped it. Told her to stop writing. Yeah, so her daughter came to her. She gave her nine-year-old a laptop for Christmas and her daughter Google searched her name and her and her mum's name just like out of curiosity and she found all these stories and anecdotes and pictures that her mum had written about herself. So her mum had written about the child um, because she's a she's a lawyer but she's also a writer and she writes a lot about motherhood and um, talks a lot about motherhood and how she finds that and she wrote one time about her daughter losing friends and very personal stuff in towards being a mother and of her child and so the daughter marched in to see her mum and said can you take it all down and when her mum said no she said well can you please not write about me in the future and her mum said no they came to an agreement where Christy would describe the stories to her daughter before publishing and she'd be able to veto pictures or portions of the content. She's also considering giving her daughter a pseudonym and she says that promising not to write about her anymore would mean shutting down a vital part of myself, which isn't necessarily good for me or for her. So this got a lot of heat online because they were saying, what a terrible mother that she's refusing to stop writing about her daughter. And I have... A, she, she is. So you think she is a terrible... Yeah. It's easy. Give her a pseudonym. Don't try and play it out as a real life sort of thing like that. But she still knows if a pseudonym, this, the writer will still be credited as Chrissy Tate and they'll know that it's her daughter. But why couldn't she change her? Why couldn't she change her? See, I've her? got two lines of thought because on the one hand, when I first heard about this, I was like, that mother's such a dog. Like, just just rec- like respect your daughter. But then it made me think and I was like, okay, this podcast, we talk about our children. And if Willow is of an age where then she listens to episodes of the podcast and she says, okay, that was really embarrassing. Can you please take that down? Does that mean I edit, say if I say when she's nine, I've I've been doing the podcast for five years. Let's just say I keep doing the podcast, right? That's five years worth of episodes that then I edit and take down. Yes. And you think that's right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're selfish otherwise. You taking advantage, like as the writer. Yeah. She's taking advantage of her children. I'm not saying that I wouldn't take it down if Willow came to me and said, This is embarrassing. It sounds like you're very resentful. No, no, no. I'm just saying that that's the equivalent, right? And also, it's we're the first generation to ever raise kids that they've had public profiles on social media. That we're the first generation to ever, ever put photos of our children up on social media. Yeah. Think about all that stuff you see now 10 years ago on your Facebook posts. It's gross. Exactly. So, how is she going to feel? I know. Like I said, I, on the one hand, when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, she should really respect her daughter's wishes. But I do identify with the side that she's like, that's a vital a vital part of me, right? If Willow came to me and said, please don't ever talk about me again or write about me again, I would respect that. I'm saying I would, but it would be hard because motherhood is such a, it's a mass. I can't, I can't separate me as a person from me as a mother. They're too entwined. I am who I am because of being a mother, right? Yeah. So, how can I... I'm trying to think of it from her perspective. How can I be a mum? How can I be a writer without incorporating my experiences as a mother? Uh, you can't shut off that side of you. I don't... I think it's... I don't know. I, in my mind, for some reason, I give her selfish reasons for doing it. It sounds... Like she's probably 
got a little bit of fame. Well, she earns sure. good money from it. Exactly. So, that's, yeah. it's all those things that are associated with it. Like I said, I do think that if Willow came to us and said, I, I want all of your photos on social media taken down and I don't want you to talk about me on the podcast anymore, I'd be like, okay, no worries. How about we talk about that? Or like I would respect her decision. And it, I might be like, oh, that's annoying because I like t- telling funny anecdotes or I like talking about family holidays or I like doing X, Y, and Z. But you have to respect that when they're old enough, that's why I feel sometimes a bit icky about why should we wait until they ask us not to do it before we do it. It's a, it, we're really learning as we as we go along at the moment. So with in terms of having our kids be publicised or public figures before they're ready to be. Yeah, it, it, it's a tricky one. I do think that she needs to respect her daughter's wishes, especially at nine. That's quite a vulnerable point. But what I'm saying is, I just don't think it's so cut and dry as in like just don't don't talk about your daughter. If that's such an an integral part of who you are as a person. The compromise that I would come to if that was my child and she said that to me, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to talk about you, stories that involve you. I'm going to get a new child. <laughs> no, I'm not going to talk about things that are embarrassing or that, inv- that stories, because I think what she's embarrassed about the child, and I'm obviously just guessing, but there were stories about her going through a friendship heartbreak and getting bullied and stuff like that, I think. Yeah. And that's really personal to the daughter. Well, and it's yeah. and it's not her story to tell. It's ammunition in the in the world of online bullying too. Yeah, I just don't think that people should be so judgmental of the mother because I, I I'm in the same position where I do talk about my children in a public situation. But I think that if they ever came to me and said, "Can you not do that anymore?" I would. You have to respect their wishes. Just like if there comes a day where you say, "I don't want you to talk about me anymore," I'd say, "Well, here's the divorce papers." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm going to wrap this up because you're very tired. <laughs> but do you have a recommendation? Uh, Derby. In Tasmania. Yeah, I recommend getting there. It's a very good location. Lots of things for the family to do. <laughs> there's nothing for your family to do. And there's uh, the best mountain biking in Australia. Yeah, if you're a mountain biker, go. If you're, if you're not a mountain biker, just skip it. I've got a podcast lined up for you for us tomorrow too while we Ooh. travel. What is it? Um, well, you give your recommendation. I'll I'll bring it up. My recommendation was the episode of The Daily that we listened to the other day, which is called Bribing Their Way Into College, which goes in detail into the college admission scam. I don't know. I just found it really informative and gave a good overview on everything. So, our travel podcast lined up. It's called The Dropout. Yes. Oh, you're very excited about this. I've listened to the first episode, but I'll listen to it again. Oh, my goodness. That was going to be my recommendation. You just, hey, just leave me behind. That was going to be my recommendation. Here we are, traveling all around Tasmania all this I, time. I, I've only listened to 20 minutes of the first episode, babe. Oh, okay. So, we'll listen, to the, we'll listen to it all tomorrow. Anyway, so it's ABC podcast. Um, Do you know what it's actually about? Some girl, she... um The college, yeah. No, no, so she, she uh, started this company that she traveled into the future. <laughs> You're reading it. <laughs> You're reading no, the she, uh, no, she travelled into the future and found out some state secrets and brought it back to the timeline that we're currently. <laughs> I'm trying to make something up, but it's not working. Oh, okay. You think that's pretty funny? <laughs> All right. Um, Good night, listeners. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm okay. Well, thanks for listening. This episode was really shit. So, if you've liked what you've heard, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. It's really difficult to do a podcast. At the end of the day, when both kids are asleep, it's quite quite challenging. <laughs> um, 
if you have liked what you've heard, which please don't judge us on this episode, go back and download some of the back catalogue, which have, which are great. And make sure you subscribe and give it a rating and review. And don't tell your friends about this episode, but tell them about the past one. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.